What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. know women represent just 3% of Fortune 500 CEOs and less than 15% of corporate executives at top companies worldwide? Have you wondered what the secrets are to getting into the top ranks, whether in the private or public sector? Do you want to figure out how to stop being held back in your career or passed over for promotion? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis, President and CEO of the Executive Women's Success Institute. I have decades of experience in the military, the federal government, and corporate America. And my mission is to help women succeed and tap into their full potential. I want to reach a million plus women around the world to become the leaders they are meant to be. So if you want to move into a management or executive level position, or maybe you are a female veteran transitioning out of the military into business entrepreneurship, then reach out to the Executive Women's Success Institute at 301-693-3284. Let us get you on the fast track to success. Well, hello and welcome to the Success for Women show, where you can view us on Talk for TV and listen to us on the Women for Women Network. I am Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis, your host, and my mission is to help women accelerate the path to success. Well, today we're going to be talking about Blueprint for Success, and my guest is Sydney Wormsby. Let me just tell you a little bit about Sydney Wormsby. He is an experienced business executive with demonstrated success in developing and implementing strategic solutions that integrate all functions of business for solving complex and high-impact situations. In addition to owning and leading his own organization for almost a decade, he has held significant roles for some of the top Fortune 100 companies, including global product management and business development for J.P. Morgan Chase Investor Services, leadership at one of PepsiCo's retail restaurant business units, leadership of a retail banking business unit for Citigroup, and plant management for Eastman Kodak's office equipment division. Throughout his career, he has displayed an ability to establish 
compelling visions, set clear objectives, and inspire staff that has resulted in high levels of performance. I would like to bring to our viewers and our listeners, Mr. Sidney Warmsby. Good afternoon. Wow. Welcome to the show. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Uh, just to have you share some of your success nuggets and some of the things that you've been doing. But before we get started, I always uh, give the standard bio on my guests. Mm -hmm. But then I like to ask the guests to tell us. So you tell us what you want us to know about Sydney Warmsby. Uh, well, I think the thing that um, I like folks to know and understand is well, one, I'm the prototypical generalist. Um, I have um, maybe one of the most diverse um, and deep backgrounds in all the functions of business and all the different kinds of industries. And that has served me well, but it was also my interest in, in having that kind of a diverse background. So whether it was um, you know, some of the corporate you know, experiences that I had that you mentioned uh, with the PepsiCo's, the city groups, the JP Morgan Chase's, international papers, et cetera, um, or whether it was the entrepreneurial, you know, having my own restaurant group, um, you know, I owned and operated 15 um, uh, location restaurant uh, group. Uh, and um, my, I was also an adjunct professor. Uh, mm -hmm. So teaching in you know, the uh, College of Business uh, for one of the uh, CUNY schools, City, of, you know, uh, City University of New York System schools. Uh, so, you know, based on all that, I, I come at it from a, you know, a variety of perspectives, understand it from um, how each of the functions are integrated. Uh, and through my career, also had that diversity of experience from engineering um, and operations and manufacturing, local ops, global ops, um, in product development, in um, uh, you know product management and mm -hmm. business management. So all of that really just helped me understand how things connect and work together. Um, and what you know really gets me passionate about business. You know, it's how everything relates. You know, to one another. Wow. So tell us about your business and what uh, services you actually do provide. Okay. Uh, so I'm a business growth and improvement guide. And I use the phrase guide because I'm more hands-on than the typical coach. I'm not just about giving you ideas, recommendations, or suggestions. I also uh, assist in the implementation. Uh, mm -hmm. And what I focus on are you know the five key areas where all growth comes from in all businesses. I don't care whether you're talking about a PepsiCo or J.P. Morgan Chase, or if you're talking about Acme Chemical Company, or whether you're talking about you know the, the mom and pop um, store in the neighborhood, growth only comes from five you know categories of activity. And I get um, CEOs and founders, uh, business owners to focus on those things um, mm -hmm. to drive you know the growth for their business. So that's what I do. Any industry, um, any level of business, any phase of that business. So startups, turnarounds, those who have kind of felt like they plateaued but want to expand and don't know how or have tried to expand and maybe it didn't work out the way that they you know, thought it would or hoped that it would. Um, I work with those folks on you know, implementing, identifying and implementing those strategies that will take them to the next level. Wow. But what made, uh, what made you decide to even uh, start your own business or to go into business? Was it just... Um, seeing, like you said, how things, how businesses and everything relate or how it worked, the inner functions. What made you want to start your own business? Well, you know, it's 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 always funny to me now. Um, I always knew that I wanted to run stuff. Okay. So even in high school, I knew I wanted to run stuff. Um, uh, I wanted to be the person, you know, that was, you know, uh, being able to make the decisions, et cetera. I was always the captain on all of you know the teams that did that, so I like that. But I found out that I got that from um, my family. All of my you know aunts, uncles, uh, my dad after he left the military, all had um, you know entrepreneurial spirits, owned businesses, you know, et, et cetera, et cetera. So I always knew I wanted that. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't care if I did it for someone else, you know, exactly, or if I was doing it on my own. But I then took on all of those kinds of roles throughout my career when I was working with corporate that would allow me to build a skill or develop a skill, put a tool in my toolbox that would ultimately let me run stuff. Um, and it just got to a point um, where I decided I wanted to do it on my own. I was tired of some of the restrictions and inhibitions 
you know, that you get in a corporate, you know, uh, environment. Um, wanted to test those things, you know, for myself. Um, and so went off on my own. But I also wanted to, when, why I got involved in the coaching, consulting, guiding, you know, business, uh, advisory business uh, for small business owners is I wanted to give back to those who um, didn't have access to maybe to the kinds of uh, people uh, that had my skill set, you know, resources, abilities, et cetera, so that they could learn how to grow and build their businesses as well. So it was a, it was a, a, um, a progressive um, place, but I knew from the beginning, I wanted to do something like that. I just didn't know exactly what. Now in all your, um, you know, being in business, all your years of experience, being in business, uh, helping other uh, startups, uh, helping other businesses and going in consulting. Do you find that uh, you get more um, or you give more advice, I should say, to women business owners or do you work more with men uh, businesses Is, or do you see that uh, or you don't see as many women trying to start businesses as men? Oh, no, no, no. Um, there are probably more women starting businesses than men starting businesses. Uh, my focus is intentional um, and it's on women and minority owned businesses. Okay. Um, so that's who I market to and for. I you know, have clients that are across the spectrum, um, but my, you know, my uh, passion, commitment um, and why I got in this was to um, help those, again, who didn't always have access uh, to folks with my kind of background, skills, and experiences. Um, and, you know, often from, you know, marginalized communities, whether that's, you know, uh, you know, people of color, minorities, or women, um, mm -hmm. you know, they don't always have, you know, the access, um, you know, to folks, you know, who might be able to help them or who's, who are willing to help them get to that level. But clearly women are starting businesses at a, a much higher rate, um, per, you know, capita, per population, uh, than men are. Wow. Um, one of the things, uh, I also wanted to ask you, I noticed when I, I was looking at, uh, some of your material and just kind of looking at your website and everything, you, uh, is, you help people find, uh, not only resources, but also cash and funding. Is that, Correct, because I think I saw somewhere you said you could help them to get like a hundred thousand dollars and uh, such a limited amount of time. So, is this helping them to uh, by putting them through some type of training, or do you just direct them to where they need to go or how they need to set themselves up to be able to get this type of funding? Well, there's two aspects to that. So, the the hundred thousand is about finding that level of improvement. Um, that amount of improvement in their business, um, you know, in a, an initial consultation, basically within 45 minutes. Um, uh, but to answer your your question about, you know, do I get involved in helping businesses access capital and finding? Yes, absolutely. Um, I look at all aspects of growth and how I can help somebody um, grow their business. In most cases, it's um, it's not necessary uh, to the level you know most people think to, you know, have new funding, et cetera. There are ways that you can alternative, you know, sources, um, even through internal growth, et cetera, organic growth. Um, mm -hmm. But I do help folks identify grants, um, loans, lenders, and I work with, um, you know, lenders or funding companies and organizations uh, to help, um, uh, you know, help place people who are in need of capital, uh, you know, for new equipment uh, or for new systems. Um, or for marketing programs or whatever, you know, might be the true need, you know, for their business. Their business. Wow. Now, what have you found uh, has been the greatest challenge or, or even the greatest opportunities facing most businesses? Well, what we were just talking about there, actually, probably the biggest challenge that I uh, see in business and, you know, surveys and studies, you know, bear this out. Uh, it's about either cash flow or access to capital. You know, so most businesses fail um, and most businesses that fail, fail because of cash flow problems. Um, not the revenue that's coming in, but the amount of cash that's left at the end and when it's needed for the next activity. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the biggest challenge. And especially for small businesses, uh, this, the, uh, the cousins of that um, is really access to capital. Um, uh, meaning that when they want to grow um, or want to do, to do something that's going to take them to the next step, um, funding isn't usually there. And I know from when I worked with, um, you know, some of the big um, lenders and, and uh, financial companies, um, you know, often, you know, there's a tendency to you know, only focus on the big folks and only the folks, you know, that have a paper, you know, kind of um, uh, yeah. credentials, et cetera. Um, and small businesses get left out. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, I help them to identify, yes, who are some of those, you know, folks. And that becomes the big, one of their big challenges to say, I need it. How, where can I find it? Who will lend it to me? Um, and so, you know, we'll talk about things about how to get ready for that, uh, which is a big issue. Um, you know, a lot of times people aren't doing things that they need to be doing in advance. Um, okay. And so when they are needing and wanting capital, they're not ready you know, for that. And so I tried to talk with them as well about here are the things you need to be doing in advance. Here's how you prepare for that so that you're ready when the, when the request is going to be made. Now, I, I know that uh, in some cases, or uh, uh, let me just ask you, how do what you think of uh, certifications? Do you feel that these things are helpful uh, for especially minority owned businesses to have certain certifications like the um, small business, you know, certifications or minority business certification, veteran certification, you know, there are all types of different certifications. What, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, so is, what, is it, it help the success of the business more or does it matter? Um, it, well, I, as I used to tell my kids when they were growing up, um, everything matters and nothing matters. Right. Okay. Um, okay. And, and my kids would always look at me like, Really, that everything, nothing, um, but meaning this, um, you know, everything matters in the sense that it can benefit you. It, it, you can use it. It's helpful. It's an assist. Nothing matters in the sense that if you don't have it, it's not the reason why you're not going to be successful. So there are other ways to make that happen. Um, but saying all that, um, certifications are important for small businesses um, for two reasons. One, the credibility piece. So you know, you don't have the name. I don't have the name. You know, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, um, Price Waterhouse. Uh, so right. you know, people don't know me, uh, mm-hmm. and so if I had certifications, that's just another way to add credibility. Um, you know, to um, help you take a, a, a deeper dive and a, you know, a longer look at my capabilities uh, and what I can do to service you. Um, it's not going to you know win the thing all all in all, but it'll help to you know get you in the door or get you you know reviewed. Um, get them to start listening to you. But the other aspect is some of those certifications um, put you in a pool of folks for job um, or project opportunities. So if you are a minority or women um, certified business, then there are uh, grants, um, there are projects, there are proposals that are you know available through city, state, and federal governments um, that you wouldn't have access to if you're not certified. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're cutting yourself out of a, a whole market. Now, depending on what your trade is, you know, what your business services or products are, maybe that's not important, um, you know, but for almost, um, you know, the biggest purchaser of goods and services is the federal government. Um, you know, state governments, you know, if you added them up, you know, after it become the second biggest, mm-hmm. um, you know, so if you have an opportunity to sell your product to that size market, go get the certifications. Go get it. Gotcha. That makes sense. And, and I asked that question because I've heard both ways. You know, some say you don't need the certifications. And then they're, you know, I, I think what you said makes sense because if you want to do business with the federal government, your state, whatever, then a lot of times they, you know, these certifications will help you, like you say, to get your foot in the door. So that, yeah. that that's absolutely true. Um but just one extra point on that is that's also true, though, with certifications that are um, that are industry specific. You know? okay. So I was working, for example, I was working with a, um, a business. Um, it was a women owned business that was a cleaning business um, that had certifications, you know, through a national association and organization. Mm-hmm. But they weren't communicating that. 
Um, you know, it wasn't on their website. It wasn't in their marketing messages, et cetera, et cetera. Um, okay. And, you know, uh, you have those kinds of, if you can get and in, in hold those kind of certifications, again, it gives you a credibility and right. something to say good about you and your business that mm -hmm. others can't say. Um, and, you know, that you can use in your marketing and that you can use to attract clients as well. So it's not only about certifications, you know, for, um, you know, for government, you know, entities, it's also in terms of, you know, certifications. If you are a trade, a plumber, you know, a construction person, and there are specific, um, or special certifications, if you're in HR, um, mm -hmm. if there are certifications, um, you know, some of them uh, really are just about, you know, getting the, the uh, letters behind the name, but you can use those in your marketing and your messaging uh, to help grow your business. Absolutely. Wow. Now you've been uh, very successful in both the corporate world and as an entrepreneur. Do you think there's a difference in what it takes to be successful in a large corporation versus being an entrepreneur? Uh, I don't think there's... Um, there's a difference. Um, obviously, it's a different environment. Um, I, um, you know, so I believe that success kind of in any arena is dependent on four things. Uh, and I do a talk about three of these. Um, you know, so I do a talk about, you know, the keys to success being the three D's, um, which are dedication, a determination and discipline. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and dedication, I define as a commitment to a goal, to, um, uh, you know, to an objective, you know, to, um, you know, some uh, you know, in, in goal or in outcome, et cetera. Uh, discipline is more commitment to a plan, a process, an approach. Um, and determination is just commitment to success, regardless of the obstacle, um, you know, regardless of, you know, what's put in front of you, et cetera. If you are going to be successful, you need to have those. And I don't care whether you're in uh, a corporate environment or entrepreneurial environment, um, big company, small company, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those things, those qualities, those attributes are going to serve you well and are going to allow you to be successful. Um, but then there's a fourth one, uh, which is also necessary. I don't care what environment you're in, which is uh, commonly called EQ, um, you know, your ability to relate well with others. Uh, to develop relationships, to understand and read people, to communicate effectively, et cetera. Um, mm -hmm. You're going to need to be able to do that. In a corporate environment, it becomes the way that you can navigate, um, you know, uh, the structure, um, you know, to find mentors, um, to play the politics, whatever that means within your organization. Um, but it's also how do you work with, you know, other departments uh, and agencies, whether you're the manager or whether you're the, uh, um, the staff member within a department, you know, mm -hmm. the better you are equipped and able to work well with others and build those, um, uh, those bridges uh, to be able to get things done, the more effective and successful you're going to be. The same is true in an entrepreneurial role, though, um, whether it's a joint ventures or strategic alliances or um, those folks who are going to be referral partners for you or whether it's your clients themselves who will ultimately be your word of mouth uh, marketing for you. You know, all of those four things are gonna be um, really key to you being successful, whether you're in a corporation or whether you're in, you know, an entrepreneurial, you know, kind of environment, et cetera. So from that perspective, um, I think that it's the same, you know, no matter what. Um, the environments are very different, you know, and, and that's where I say the personality traits um, that will you will find in one versus the other are usually very different. You know, so those who are career corporate, you know, kinds of folks usually like um, stability, uniformity, um, uh, predictability. Um, you know, more so than those who are you know entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial you know type folks are mm -hmm. typically more comfortable with. Um, uh, uncertainty uh, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, they can, you know, look at things and say, you know what, um, ambiguity is okay. I'll figure it out. I'll fill in the picture, you know, et cetera. Um, you know, they're also um, a little more autonomous and, uh, and want more autonomy. And again, mm -hmm. not that people in corporations, you know, uh, aren't that way, but 
the tendency is that they're going to be more one versus the other in those environments. So, so yes, the, the, the keys to success, I think are the same, no matter which you're in. Um, it's those four things that, you know, determination, dedication, discipline, and Mm -hmm. your ability to relate and work well with others in the sandbox. Okay. Well, um, what I'd like to do now is just take a, a, a little break so we can show, I want to show you a promo uh, video and then we're going to come back and talk some more about, especially uh, the keys to success, because I, I just, I, I want to know a little bit more about uh, that. But for now, let's take a, a couple minutes break so we can show your promo video and get some more information on Sydney Wormsby. Okay. Thank you. Okay. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wow. Um, your video, I, I really like your video, the information that you have in it, and the, you know, the things that you provide, especially to, like you said, startup and businesses and, and things like that. Now, we were ta- you were talking uh, a bit about success as, as far as if it was different for corporations versus being an entrepreneur. So tell me, uh, using those your, the keys to success, do you feel that it would also, or is it different for women than it might be for men? Um, the keys are not different. Uh, so the keys for success, I think, are the same for men or for women. Um, mm-hmm. You need to have those things, whether you're male or whether you're female, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, regardless of you know, race, religion, et cetera, et cetera. You have those you're going to, you know, be on a path, you know, for success. However, and this is a big, however, big, uh, you know, um, for marginalized communities, the number and the types of obstacles faced are very, very different. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, you know, for women, they're going to face more obstacles um, and different types of obstacles than, you know, the average male is going to. Um, you know, if you're a woman of color, you're going to face even more obstacles um, and different types of obstacles than even if you're a woman, but not of color. Uh, so, you know, that's something to understand. But then it goes back to, are you going to be determined and are you going to be disciplined? You know, so you're going to face those and the more determined and it may take more determination than maybe one of your counterparts or peers might need. 
because mm-hmm. of uh, the kinds of the you know the types of and the number of obstacles that you're going to be facing. But it still comes down to: Are you going to be dedicated to the goal, the outcome that you set? Are you going to be disciplined about the process and approach that you established or that someone has laid out for you? And are you going to be determined enough that regardless of the obstacles that are put in front of you, placed in front of you, um, built in front of you, that you're going to overcome those, get around those, knock those down, whatever. Um, it still comes down to that. And quite frankly, the better you are at you know building those relationships, that EQ, um, you know, the easier you can make it, you know, uh, on yourself, you know, going forward. I was always great at, you know, um, the first three that I had no problem with, uh, the EQ piece. I was good at working well with others, but not seeking out mentors, um, and, you know, folks that could help, you know, uh, guide me and navigate me. I was pretty fortunate. I got some of those. I just wasn't as proactive as I probably should have been. And I was fortunate for those you know, who came along and helped me uh, through that. But that's where you can also mitigate some of those you know, other obstacles um, by building, you know, using your EQ you know, uh, capabilities and skill sets to build relationships um, who can help you navigate those you know, kind of um, turbulent waters or um, you know, troubled waters. Wow. And and just to remind the viewers, uh, when he talked about the the first three, he, you're talking about the dedication, the determination, and the discipline. Correct. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, just want to make sure that everyone stays on track yeah, with. Yeah. What did I miss? What were those first three? What did we say? <laughs> that you're giving us. So I just want to make sure that they they know what you're talking about. Um, now, tell me, what are the biggest mistakes you see uh, that's made by business owners? Oh, you know what? The the one I see that always amazes me, uh, mm-hmm. and I see this so often. Um, I would say all the time, but nothing's nothing is not always or never. But um, the biggest one is probably either not understanding or not effectively communicating what is truly unique about them and their business. Yeah, um, and that amazes me that. Um, you know, that that's so prevalent. And by that, I mean, um, I, I, you know, talk about something that's called uh, a a market dominating position. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, some folks call it, you know, product differentiation or, you know, business differentiation or unique selling point, you know, so it goes by a lot of different names, but it's how do you set yourself apart, you know, from everyone else, all your competitors. Mm -hmm. Um, And that starts with understanding what makes you really you. What makes you unique? What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Um, and most folks don't understand that. I was working with a client you know, she was new at the time uh, and she had these kind of, um, I call them eclectic uh, product uh, categories. Um, mm-hmm. She had uh, uh, dried flowers, uh, scented uh, candles, and um, inter- interior design was the, and I'm like, how did these things come together? And, and you know, in all of my conversations and initial consultations, um, I'm in her shop, I'm, you know, asking a question and it just wasn't, no matter what I asked, the normal questions, it wasn't coming through, but I knew there had to be some reason that these things that are so different were, you know, combined in her one business model. And it was after two hours of, you know, being in her shop, talking with her, da, da, da that it finally came out and she's talking to me because, Oh yeah, I learned all of these, you know, the things that I'm doing, the candles. And I learned through um, family recipes that were handed down using only natural ingredients um, from one of the islands in the Caribbean, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, that's your market dominance. Why is it taking you so long to tell me, you know, these things, but Mm -hmm. people don't um, always understand that. And therefore, they don't communicate it. So much of the communication that they do to their their target market is about the things everyone can say. Oh, we have X number of years experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, we have the best employees. Oh, I mean, it's like everybody says that. Um, right. And, and, you know, so that's the biggest mistake that I see most folks uh, uh, making, that they don't understand what truly makes them unique. The mm-hmm. second biggest mistake really is similar to that is that most of their messaging is about their features 
like, you know, what they do, um, what they have, what the features of their product are, but mm-hmm. not about um, the customer's pain points and how their features solve that pain point. How mm-hmm. that, you know, and by pain point, uh, you're, I'm sure you know, and you're, many of your audience may know, but just for those who may not, a pain point is one of two things. Um, a problem that someone has that they don't want right. or a benefit that they want that they don't have. Mm-hmm. And your role um, in marketing your business and services and products to others is to help them understand how your uniqueness satisfies their pain point, right. solves and resolves their pain point. And you know, most um, businesses aren't communicating that. They're just talking about their feature. Um, I, I was on a platform the other day and somebody asked the question in 10 words or less, um, tell me about what your business does. And I was reading some of those and I'm just like, oh my Lord, why this, this is, you know, and I won't say some of the specific ones, but they just kept saying things like everybody says that. And first of all, it's 40 words. It's not 10. <laughs> That's what they ask. Second of all, if you have to take 40 words, you really don't know. But third, um, you're just saying a bunch of stuff that everyone can say. And so nobody's going to be attracted to you. And you know, so people wonder why everybody competes on price. Um, it's because we're not giving them reasons to choose and select us for the value that we can offer them. And so that's uh, where I really work with my clients on is first understanding their uniqueness, what truly is unique, not fabricated, made up, but what's really unique about them. And everyone has something. And then how are we going to use that to really address what their target market pain point is? Um, And that also helps identify who that target market really is, because it's someone who will value your uniqueness. And so that may be a small niche. That's okay. Um, But they're going to really value what you offer. And therefore, you're going to be able to... um, uh, you know, have more appeal and alignment with them. Uh, right. They're not going to compete on price because nobody else is going to be able to do that or fewer other people can do that. Wow. Now, in, um, since you've worked with startups, do you and also, you know, established businesses, do you feel that owners of startups, startups should focus on different things than the owners of an established business? Um, but probably naturally, yes. There's, you know, there are different dynamics that are going on in a startup, um, you know, versus a going concern. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, some of the things I would tell you, yeah, you're going to have to do this at all levels, but, you know, there's a higher, there's a higher percentage of your time being spent on, you know, some things are focused on some things when you're in a startup than than a turnaround. Um, but one of the bigger things that I think at the startup, because you should have had it, you know, done, you should be doing it then versus, you know, waiting to be an existing business is that NDP, that market dominating position that I was talking about before, really spending your time understanding that piece. What's your strength um, and how are you going to use that? Um, the second, I think, is focusing on simplifying your process. Um, not trying to do everything in-house, um, but outsourcing as much as possible. The costs are going to be higher um, for that um, in some cases. Uh, but right now, what you want to make sure is I can you know, spend enough of my time getting everything done. Um, and those things that I can outsource, the accounting, um, you know, you know, the HR, the onboarding, you know, there may be a variety of things. There may be even some of the operations pieces that you can say, look, I can I can outsource that for now. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, I'll bring that back in. Um, but for now, to get up and running, let me go do this outside and get my product you know, or my service on the map um, and in business. And then I'll work on efficiency you know, later on, reducing costs and improving profitability later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the I guess the other thing I would suggest for startups is to... Um, to find support groups. Um, it's tough going, especially if you come from a corporate environment to being the person, you know, the one that everybody's looking to, or if you're the, a solopreneur, the only one that's in, that can be a lonely, challenging, frustrating thing. And you need to have a support group, not family, 
not friends, they're for other things, um, but a network of, you know, like-minded, you know, business owners um, right. who can commiserate with you, but also help guide you. Yeah, 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 I understand how, for, but here's what you can do. Here's a suggestion. So, you know, finding that networking group that will help you through that. Um, for uh, going concerns, probably the biggest, you know, um, challenge that I see them dealing with is time management. Mm -hmm. uh, and I talk about in my workshops, um, you know, 80-20 rule a lot uh, mm -hmm. because most uh, CEOs, founders, business owners who've kind of been there for a while and, you know, have plateaued are spending, you know, uh, most of their time on things that aren't driving their business um, and driving the growth of their business. Um, and so I call it, you know, firefighting and rat killing. They're fighting fires and they're killing rats, but they're not growing their business. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're getting focused on things and, and tied down by things that are seemingly important, maybe important, but definitely aren't uh, integral to growth. And so I try to get them to focus then only on those things that are going to drive the growth. Um, the trivial, um, you know, uh, mini, we kick out the door. The critical few or the vital few, I get them to start focusing their time on. So that's probably uh, one thing. And the other for going concerns is probably their financial reports. Mm -hmm. um, uh, most of them aren't looking at their and analyzing their financial reports on a routine basis. Right. You can, um, I tell folks, I can tell anything that's going on in a business um, over the last year without ever, or last five years, without ever being you know, in their organization by just going through their financial reports. Um, mm -hmm. The story is all there. Um, so if you want to know where your opportunities are, where your growth is, um, mm -hmm. I, I say that I can find you 40 in, in 45 minutes, a hundred thousand or more, because I'm going to start asking you the questions that are going to give me that info that says, boom, there it is right there, 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 and there, there. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you get into a habit and a routine about looking at your reports daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, you're going to know your business inside and out and when something has changed um, and be able to look very quickly as like, why did that change? Why is that more than it was before? Why is that less? Da, da, da. Who made that happen? Why did that occur? That All of those kinds of things. Um, and then I guess the other is, you know, I said earlier, working on that access to capital before you need it. Those are the three things that are probably should be, you know, kind of top of plate, um, top of list, you know, for that CEO or founder who's in an established business. Wow. So tell us, uh, as we start to come up on the end of the show, uh, tell us if you have anything coming up that you'd like our viewers and listeners to know about any training or any, uh, where you're going to be speaking, where they might be able to see you again and get, uh, some more of your information. Okay. Um, thank you for that opportunity. I um, Actually, I do have a workshop that's coming up uh, the 17th, June 17th. Um, actually, it was at the end of that promo. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, if, you know, uh, you know, folks, if that plays again or, or, or want to go to my website, you can see that. But the, the workshop is June 17th, which is a Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, and the title of it is uh, Blueprint for success. Um, and it's uh, doubling your profits uh, through effective branding. So we're going to talk about branding strategies, um, taking what's unique about you and how do you use those things to really explode your profits, to grow your business. Um, and so it's going to be, you know, uh, two hours of work. Um, we're going to be talking about specific strategies, things that people can put into place right then and there. Uh, well, actually, when they walk out of there, um, you know, on their business. Um, and I'll be doing that with um, someone you may know, uh, Grant McGaw. Yeah. yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. I'll be doing it with Grant. It will be virtual. Um, mm -hmm. And so uh, they can go to um, my LinkedIn page uh, and, and find, you know, the information or link to it. It's going to be uh, uh, marketed through Eventbrite. Um, uh, and so, again, I gave you the title Blueprint to Success, um, right. Doubling Your Profits Through Effective Branding. Um and, you know, uh, I think it'll be very effective for folks. You know, they'll find it very useful um, and love to see folks there. So, uh, you know, please, please register uh, and uh, show up on Saturday morning. Wow. Yeah, that that sounds like it's going to be a great workshop. And I hope everyone was taking notes to uh, 
find so that they can register for it. So before you go, if you have one piece of advice to leave with our viewers and our listeners, what would that piece of advice be? Wow. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you know what? Probably this. Um, uh, make a difference and become indispensable. So in whatever arena you're you know, finding yourself in, mm -hmm. look to make a difference, not just be present, look to make a difference um, and make yourself indispensable that people look to you and say, you know, we, we couldn't do it without her. Or, you know, if he wasn't here, I'm not sure what we would have done. Now we all know you, they, they would have been fine, but you want to you want to make sure that you're having your behavior, your actions are leaving that impression with folks. So, I think that would be the biggest thing, and that will serve you whether again you're in a corporate environment or whether you're in an entrepreneurial environment with with your clients, um, you know that you're going out and sourcing, or with you know your company's clients that you know you're working for. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. If you would give us your email or, and your website again, how our viewers and listeners can reach out to you, especially so that they can register for your uh, workshop um, on June 17th. Uh, make sure that they can get there, how they can reach you if they have any more questions. Let us know. So the website is www.solutions with results.com that's solutions plural with results plural.com mm -hmm. uh, my uh, email address is sydney w that's s-i-d-n-e-y-w sydney w at solutions with results.com um, if you go on my website you also will get my phone number um, uh, you can also for the registering for the workshop um, I would suggest going to my LinkedIn page. Um, you'll see my post and the events and stuff listed there. So the, my LinkedIn page is Sydney Wormsby. Um, uh, and again, uh, you can also contact me you know, through my website, phone or email or um, with a Ask Sydney. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we've been listening to Sydney Wormsby. He's been our guest talking about the blueprint for success, which is also going to be, uh, which is also the title of his workshop on June 17th. So thank you again for joining us. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank, thank you, you for inviting me. All righty. Okay. Just to give you all the viewers and listeners out there, uh, upcoming, uh, events and things, places where you can also, uh, find me and that's going on. Uh, still letting you know that you can pre-order your copies of the Own It Anthology. It's your own, it's your life, Own It Unapologetically, which is the book and the journal. The journal is 365 Days to Transformation. To pre-order the paperback book uh, and the journal separately, each one is $24.99. If you order the set together, it is $49.99. To order your copies, you can either email me at info at exwsi.com or go to my website. Uh, the links are on there. You can pre-order your copies of the book. Make sure, too, to tune in uh, this coming month to the Black Business Olympics. Um, it is going to be June 26th through July 2nd. Uh, as you know, the Black Business Olympics is a fundraiser to provide scholarships and laptops to high school seniors going to college and K through 12 entrepreneurs. The Black Business Olympics showcases Black businesses, Black business owners, and corporations all around the world. And the speakers are also from all around the world. So if you'd like to be a speaker on the showcase, uh, to showcase your business on the platform to showcase your business. You can also email me about that at info at exwsi.com. Just put in the subject line, uh, speaker for Black Business Olympics. Also coming soon, and I'm excited about this, you'll be able to join 
the Women Show Up to Rise Up Network. The mission of the Women Show Up to Rise Up Network will be to empower and connect all women in their career, business, professional, and personal lives by helping them to gain resources, gain buying power, increase their revenue, and accelerate their personal business and career growth through unlimited opportunities. As a member, you will have access to coaching, training, events, workshops, resources, networking opportunities, opportunities, and a lot more. Um, also, too, if you have not viewed my TEDx talk, uh, make sure that you do so. It is on YouTube. And of course, the title is Show Up to Rise Up. And to watch it on YouTube, just put my name in the search box, which is Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis. Or if you'd like me to send you the direct link, you can email me at info at exwsi.com. I'm excited because as of today, it's at 168,837 views. And of course, my goal is to reach 1 million plus. So keep watching, keep sharing, keep pushing it out there. And I do thank all of you that have supported the video, have shared it, and have made your comments uh, uh, regarding the video. I'm also a contributing writer to the Own It magazine where I sh uh, share nuggets and resources every month. Make sure um, the Own It magazine is a resource for pro personal, professional, and business development. So if you want to get uh, a subscription or um, uh, a copy or an annual subscription of the magazine, you can go to my website, which is info at exwsi.com. And those are my upcoming events. So again, I want to thank my guest who was on the show today, uh, Mr. Sidney Warmsby. I'd also like to thank my viewers and my listeners for joining me today. I'm Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis. And of course, if you'd like to reach out to me, I'm at info at exwsi.com. Um, make sure that you share this episode make sure that you subscribe to our channel. Again, this is the Successful Women Show. We're here every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host, Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis, helping women to accelerate the path to success. Thank you again for joining me. I love you all to life. And as always, be well and stay safe out there. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.